Welcome back to another Monday Musings. Today I was thinking about the prompt, what role or roles do we play as fathers? Now, it's kind of an interesting concept because there's the roles that you must or should fulfill as a father. And then there are roles that you could fill as a father, but you don't necessarily need to fill, fulfill, fulfill those roles. Uh, you know, I would, I would say that there's many roles that in the upbringing of a child, you know, and they say it takes a village, right? That what that saying goes, basically it means you as a father don't need to fulfill all these roles that your child needs growing up. The village can fuf- overall fulfill all those roles. But it certainly can be helpful if you fulfill as many of those roles as you can. But you don't want to overwhelm yourself. So let's just go over the the, the, the must-fulfill roles and then the kind of optional roles that you can fulfill. Okay, so what you must fulfill is that you must love your child. Okay, it really all starts from love. You love and care for them and express that love. And that then carries over into that, well, you help care and provide for them, right? Because you love them, right? You you love them so much that you you would go hungry so that they can eat, right? So there's that that part. You must provide and care for them. And this doesn't necessarily mean that like you have to be making money, right? You know, if you're in a household where uh, your partner makes all the money and you're the one that's staying home that's kind of helping raise the kid and drive them to school and do all those other aspects, you know. Oh, my doggy is barking. He he needs to be loved and cared for. So let me help assist him. I'm out here in the backyard. It's, I love walking out in the sun and there's the nature and noises and the AC unit <laughs> buzzing away. But uh, aside from that, it's really nice to be out here and just record for a little bit. But I'll care for my little dude, my little Miles, and throw him a ball while I'm talking here. So, so ultimately, you need to love and care and provide for them, right? And that, that's pretty much it. That's, that's really the basics to it. You love and care and provide for them, and then that way they can grow and mature and survive, feel wanted and loved, and then eventually become an adult, and then they can start life on their own without you needing to provide and care for them, okay? But the love part never goes away. Even as your child grows into an adult, you still, it's its not a job that from zero to 18, you're a parent and then it's over, you're not a parent anymore. That's a lifetime commitment. That child is your child until you pass, right? Um, so the love part never ends and shouldn't ever end. So even if things go really south and things are sour, you should always love that child, okay? And whatever's going on, whatever dynamics, whatever issues are happening, love should generally resolve those issues, right? You know, and whatever actions are required to go along with that love, right? Uh, and and really, that you need to be trustworthy to your child. They, you don't want to violate that trust, right? They need to be able to have faith that you're going to be there for them. And that kind of encompasses that love and trust relationship. Okay? They need you to be there for them. Right? Physically, mentally, socially. They need that. Okay? Now, 
let's talk about the should-be roles, okay? Um, your child probably should have some friends, okay, to help them out in social group dynamic environments. Now, you could be their friend, and there's a way to parent that you're being a parent, but also can be a friend to your child, but uh, you don't want to swap it out and just be a friend and not do the essential parent part, right? You're a parent first, you can be a friend second, okay? But ultimately, they do need some of their own friends, okay? So you don't need to fulfill that role. You don't, like, have to be their one and only best friend, okay? You can be a best friend, but they're going to need some other best friends to build those social skills they're going to need in the real world out there, you know? It's a scary place out there, okay? Some other should-be roles is that a child really needs a mentor, okay? And you can have, you don't need one sole mentor. It can be a mentor across many different aspects of life. You can have a mentor for physical health and strength and athletic ability, right? And you don't even need one. You can have multiple, right? And a lot of times those are found in coaches, you know, whether it's a sports coach or your gymnastics coach or your jujitsu coach, right? Um, but you need that kind of physical athletic mentor that helps guide you in finding your way and sometimes, a lot of times, dads can fulfill that role, right? But again, you can't replace the first critical role, which is the love parent role, right? So there's always that to keep in mind, okay? There's sometimes you get these parents that kind of go overboard and they, they're going full coach mode on their child, but they're not actually providing the love part, right? And then that child's really lacking that aspect of their dad, you know, just feeling like he's being there for them, right? He's just being a coach, okay? But it's fine to be, have that coach role as long as the loved one is first, right? So, okay, I don't know why this guy's barking, but um, he's barking. I threw the ball for him. He's going crazy on me. He's staring at a little twig on the deck, but <laughs> I don't know. Let's throw this ball. Anyways, some other should be roles, right? You got like maybe like a, a mentor when it comes to like science, right? A science teacher uh, or, or, you know, knowledge, things of like that nature, math, you know. And of course, your kids always, you're trying to help grow your kid by figuring out what they like and what they want to do. And as soon as you start to see that they're, you know, they're gravitating towards certain things, if you happen to be a skilled musician and they're gravitating towards musician, then great, you can be that musical mentor for them. Uh, however, don't let that consume you that then you're neglecting the essential first part, the love part, right? So that's how it goes. Um, so you can be their musical mentor, but then even then, probably a good idea to keep in mind that you probably don't know everything and you probably don't know the best, the way to be the best musical mentor. So you probably still want to you know, have them be exposed to some other musicians or that could potentially be great musical mentors, but it's still okay for you to be a musical mentor to them. But if you are not a musician whatsoever and you're not really interested in that, but they seem to be really gravitate towards that, then you got to fuel that and you got to find them a musical mentor, right? Or art, art and a drawer, they got to find a mentor. But this is not just hire a teacher, okay? Because you can't just hire a teacher but if you want to see someone really grow and flourish and you want to see your child succeed at something, they can't just have a teacher. It has to be a mentor. It's someone that actually cares about their growth and success. And they're going to help 
not only teach them things, but give them the tools that they can continue to grow and become more successful at that particular thing that they're interested in. Now, if you, by all means, if you all of a sudden are finding your child's interested in music and you're like, you know, I've always been too. I can do this with my child. Go for it. It's always great to have, uh, you know, you know, a dad and son band going on, right? And but keep in mind, you're gonna need a mentor too. So hopefully you can find someone that can be the mentor for your son, and maybe they can be a mentor for you too as you grow into that musical side of things. So um, with that said, right, I think you kind of get the idea. There's the the number one essential role. That's what you always want to fulfill. That's the love, right? You're being a provider, you're caring, and you love them. That's essential. There's all these other roles you can hold. They're optional. But if you can't be that role as a bonus, you got to find someone that can hold that role for your kid. And I know that's hard these days. You know, it'd be really interesting business is <laughs> instead of being like, we're a gymnastics school or we're a, we're a math school. It's like, no, we're math mentors. We don't just help kids get better and do their math homework. We become mentors to these kids in their journey in becoming mathematicians. You know, so for those kids that are hardcore into math, they don't, you know, and maybe they're not even, you know, usually these kids are not the kids that need help with their math homework. They just love math. They don't need any help. But what if there was some sort of tutoring academy that wasn't, you know, it's not about helping the kids that are struggling with math homework, although you still need those. But what about the kids that just want a mentor that can really help them grow and flourish when it comes to math or comes to Taekwondo or comes to these different things, right? You want to bring out the best in these people that they're interested in. You're starting more of a, less of a school and more of a mentoring program. So... I really think we need more of that in our world, you know, right? It takes a village to raise a kid, and it, that village is made up of mentors that are helping grow and foster the best abilities they can in uh, our next generation, because that's all humanity is. It's always going to become the next generation. So with that said, that was the Monday Musings, and I hope you enjoyed it. <clears throat> See you on the next one.